Hi there, and welcome to this episode of A Couple Takes on MS. Hi, I'm Dan Digman. And hi, it's me, Jennifer Digman. And we're A Couple Takes on MS. I'm walking. I'm rolling. But together, we're moving forward. And today, we're moving forward with talking about stress and caregiving. Uh, this is uh, MS. Well, actually, it's always MS Awareness, right? It <laughs> always is. But more importantly, November is National Family Caregivers Month. And since you are my loving husband of 18 years, mm. and conversely, I'm your loving wife of 18 years, and we're each other's primary caregiver, we know a thing or two about caregiving and stress. So, Dan, bring <laughs> it. Well, I, I, is that how, is that how we're, so, so the line is drawn and we're going, no, I think this, this, but this is huge. I mean, because it is uh national family caregivers month and obviously every month is caregiver month. Um, but this is just a chance to, um, talk about caregiving, but we're talking about the stress of being a caregiver for a spouse, for a family member, um, and, you know, siblings, parents, children, um, and what that entails and the stress. Um, where do we even start with stress? I think that it, it is, it's something where there's, there's a lot riding on you. And I mean, the big why you, um, us and everybody out there listening, but just in terms of being that caregiver, and the the responsibility that comes with that, and I think that's where, when we're talking about caregiving, yes, I'm your husband, but I'm also your caregiver. Yes, you are my wife, but you're also my caregiver. And it's just like, where do you, I don't want to say draw the line, but when does it become no longer just what you do as part of a, a relationship, but where do you wear the hat of caregiver? And to a certain extent, for me, it's just like it depends on the situation and where am I your caregiver and where am I your husband? And and, and it is, it, it causes stress. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, and we talk about this and you just kind of shake your head. Um, there's there's just those moments um when we got married or when i asked you to marry me and those whole um things of thinking well i will have to care for you that's that's just that's just part of a relationship but i think it really elevates when you're dealing with a chronic progressive disease like multiple sclerosis and we've talked about this somewhat in the past but with November being caregiver caregiver month, and like you said, every month is caregiving, um, there's a little more focus on it. And with the progression of the disease and the fact that you have multiple sclerosis and I have multiple sclerosis, it puts a little different level of uh, stress. I mean, just to be honest, if if I'm having a rough day and I have to help you, 
it's hard because we both have MS and we have to think about our own health. And I, I, I joked about my friend Nora, who we, we talk about quite often because <laughs> I love her and she's very honest with me. But, you know, she has children. Her children, thank God, have grown up. And so she doesn't have that same level of stress that she had 17 years ago when her kids were babies. And it's like, you, Dad, I'm looking at you right now, and I'm thinking you married me 18 years ago, and your stress is worse now than it was 18 years ago. And and I'm sure other caregivers out there, if they are dealing with someone with chronic illness or aging parents, or just themselves aging, duh, that's what happens. But that has to be hard for you. There are things where, um, when we're talking about caregiving and stress, that um, throughout the day, I'm fine. You know, what's nice is during the day, um, of the working week that um, caregiver Jen is here to help with everything. But then come nighttime, come like the weekend, it's, it's all on me, which that, that, that's just part of what we do. But I think there's, there's a lot of stress. I mean, you know, and this, and I'm talking, you know, from my, my perspective as somebody living with MS and like with, you know, the big symptoms of MS deal with fatigue and stuff. Well, come the nighttime, I'm exhausted. You know, I put in, you know, the time to work, do the grad school. I mean, that's, that's just life. But come nighttime, I'm tired. And whereas most people who are tired that aren't caregivers, you just go to bed. But with me as your caregiver, I have to help you get ready for bed. I have to get ready for bed. I still have to transfer you. I still, I mean, no matter how tired, how weak, how exhausted I am, I still have to have the strength, the energy to help you stand, um, to, to go to the bathroom, to get into bed. Um, and, and some nights, and, and it's just, and the reality is there is nobody else who can help you do that. You're dependent on me. And that, that puts a lot of pressure on me that I have to be able to do that. And that, and you know, when we talk about like children and children grow up, that's, that's the beauty of being a parent because yeah, as far as dealing with parents with babies, single mothers and stuff, you help the kid, but there's always that light at the end of the tunnel. The child's going to get older. The child will be able to, to, to take care of themselves and dress themselves and do all of this and eventually be able to drive a car, take themselves places that's not dependent on you. Um, so there's always that, like, there's, it's going to quote unquote get better. Um, whereas us, A, we're getting older, but B, we're living with a progressive disease that, you know, more, I don't want to sound like Danny Downer, but it's just like, you know, but it's just like this disease, I mean, you know, this disease is going to get worse. Depend, you know, depending on it, but it's just the progression. I mean, we can slow and thwart it, if I may use the word thwart. Yes, please. Um, I just did, twice even. Um, but it is, I mean, just to where, so I don't, but I don't ever feel that the cards are stacked against us, but I mean, those are just realities. 
And that causes stress of knowing and that, that thinking of how are we going to make it through tonight? How are we going to make it through tomorrow? And this is something, if you've listened to this podcast, if you've listened into Dan and my life for the last few years, this is something you may never have heard. Dan Digman being this <laughs> honest. And I don't know if it's because it's six o'clock at night and you've cared for me by yourself all day. And it was the reality at 12 o'clock today. You said this is the eighth time I've transferred you. Because well, we I, don't keep we, we don't, don't keep count. We don't keep count, but it's just the reality. You had to get me out of bed. You had to get me in the bathroom. You had to change my clothes. And and it's just when it's overwhelming like that, just to hear that. And you can hear it. You're tired right now. And and so as a person who who is being taken care of, there is I'm just sitting here and I feel, ugh. But I know that you want to care for me. You you wouldn't want any other way. Mm-hmm. And Jen is here and we've snickered in the past that you you like to do things for me yourself. And thank oh, you. And so I don't know really if you know, we're bringing this up and we're letting people into our realities and our lives and other people probably have similar stories, but we, I think it's important that we put this out there so that we can talk about what we use. What do you do, Dan? How do you deal with it when you have to help me one more time? What are, what are your tips? What are you, I mean, do you have anything I'm for for me, and this just goes back to everything and talking about sports. It's just like you know, you're running back. You just stick your head down and go, you know. Or you know, the only way out is through. It's just you just do it. I mean, that's the there. There's no other. There's no other choice. I think the big thing is you don't sit and dwell on it. You don't. You don't. Um, don't let yourself go down that rabbit hole saying, oh, "And there's nobody to help me. This is I just can't do it." It's like, actually, no, yeah, you can. And you believe in yourself. And I have always said that, you know, as a person for people living with MS, it's like, have faith in yourself and what you can do. You know, don't don't think about the disease. Don't think about what the disease can do. It's literally, what can I do as a person living with the disease? And so for you and me, I mean, we just as time goes on, you know, you, you just get smarter about it. So we don't, we either a don't stay up till two in the morning, which we do, which we do. But sometimes, sometimes the reality is we can just sit and watch TV, but it's just like, we can't, it's not a good thing, but just an appetizers. Cause sometimes all you need is just that extra, like 10 minutes of just rest. I just need to rest. Then I'll have the energy to do the caregiving and to help. Um, and it's just knowing that it's, it's not going to, it's not always going to be easy, but that's, you know, sometimes it is, you, you shed the, you, t- or you take off the, the quote unquote caregiving hat and that's just life, you know, don't overwhelm. And I think that's the big thing in terms of overcoming stress or getting out ahead of the stress of being a caregiver it's like don't don't think about it 
to let, don't let it overwhelm you. I think that's, and I, obviously I get it. It's easier said than done, but at the same time, believe in yourself, believe in your team, believe in your people. I mean, it's just like, I can do this because I know I have you on my team and I know you don't, on, on some levels, it's obviously you don't want me to fail as a caregiver because if I fail, then you lose out. But I guess that's the other thing then too. This is all like blah, 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 Dan, the caregiver. I mean, blah, 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 Jennifer, the caregiver, because you have just as much stress because what kind of pressure is riding on you knowing that I'm working all day, knowing that I have to have the energy to help you at night? What kind of stress are you on or under as my caregiver in dealing with the disease and how challenging is that knowing that you, you don't have, you don't have the ability to just up and do and move instantaneously. I mean, so how do you, what kind of stress are you under there, Dickman? (laughs) Uh, To sound like a bubblehead, I sometimes just don't think about it. You use the stick your head down and go. And I think that that's very true when you are overwhelmed because We've been married long enough that I can tell when you're overwhelmed and you're having those moments. I thank goodness I have Jen to kind of be a buffer to help me. Or if I want, if I want to, for example, I wanted to get in my standing frame on Friday, but you were so busy at work. But all I remembered you saying in the morning is getting your standing frame. That helps me help you. And so I just waited and I waited and you were stressed in the afternoon. And not that, not that this happens all the time, but I'll wait until you get through this little chunk of what's taxing you. And then I'll ask because... And you're always honest with me. That's a big thing that you and I always talk about being a caregiver and a care recipient is you have to be honest. And I Mm -hmm. said, can you help me stand? And you said, yes. And well, and that, 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 that is, I mean, that helps alleviate the stress is that open communication and knowing. And I said, yeah, I did. I said to you in the morning, so like, it'll really help just because when you stand, then your legs are stretched more and you're, you're more able to to stand you know with with my help but it, it's um but you just you read it's like you read the room and you know um that yeah i had to have something done but at the same time just communicating okay i just have to get this done right now but there still would be time to help you but it is just that communication and don't um so yeah it's just like for as much as you know, you communicate with me. It is just in that honesty and just understanding where the other person is. And we have friends. We have uh, a couple, Amy and Tony, of friends of ours. And I think you can agree with me or disagree, but they can see when we look a little stressed, like maybe Dan needs to get together with Tony (laughs) and have a beer. Or Amy, why don't you take Jennifer and go do a girls thing? And that's important. And I realize that not every person living with chronic illness or living with multiple sclerosis has a caregiver. So that's a pickle that we can't even address. But if you have a caregiver and you're fortunate, you have to think about their health 
and to have friends. That's another thing that's really helpful is just to reach out to your team. So it, there is just so much stress in life now. Mm-hmm. I think since the pandemic, you know, we're going on almost four years. I don't think it's ever leveled out. It's never gotten better. I don't gotten better. That that was just all sorts of grammatical. It, it, it has not improved. It has not improved. And I don't think it will ever go back to the way it once was. This is our, to use the uh, overused somewhat phrase sometimes. Don't it's, do it. Don't do it. Okay, I won't. Okay. But Were you going to say new normal? I was. <laughs> and, you know, Nicole Lamel, that's her blog, and so it's now overused there. But it's just... she. Oh, she was out. I think it's like she was ahead of the game. I think she coined it because, before it was cool. So before that, it became overused. Yeah. But just right now, every... Just most everyone seems to be dealing with a little extra stress. And that's why this month of November, caregiving, to have the resources that we'll link to in our uh, in our show notes, yeah, to know how important it is to take care of yourself and to deal with the stress. Well, and it's just that it is the stress of caregiving because there there is a lot of pressure. And that doesn't like... Um, not to freak people out, I mean, but there is pressure. But at the same time, at least for me, I mean, there's love. And that's just, you know, that, and it's just like that can over, you know, it's like you let the good conquering evil, right? Um, and and so I think that's the big thing is remembering what, remember who it is you're caring for. Remembering um, why it is you wanted to do this, what you I mean, so so that it's just like dealing with the stress, and we say it's like oh caregiving, but I mean it's just like you know with work with other things. I mean you're going stress is going to be there, so how do you handle that stress? And I, it's like t- the self care, giving yourself that break. But then not only for me, but then you as a person, me as a person, you give the person who is your caregiver, give them the latitude that they need, give them the break, and not not always make it all about you make it all about you know i have ms but it's like i don't want my issue to become your well it's obviously it's your issue because you're my caregiver but at the same time i have to recognize that sometimes i just need to remember you're a player in the caregiving thing for me as you do with me I, I believe me, it makes sense. It, I, like it does, and I understand that. And before we were, Dan and I were just talking, watching the end of the football game, and I said something about the pressure and the stress that you deal with as my primary caregiver. But likewise, I deal with stress because, as you alluded to earlier, I'm not able to do so many things for myself. And as a person living with MS, if you're in a similar boat to me, you can feel like, what can I do for my caregiver? And I think that's important to realize is whatever we can do to help lighten the load for another person, for your caregiver, is important. And Dan and I have talked about this before. I am a valuable caregiver for you. 
even though I don't lift you up and put you in the bathroom or I don't help you dress, I still do some important things Very important. that help you. And I think that's, that's something very important this time of year is just to look at what you can still do and what you do to maintain what your part is in this caregiving relationship. And however you can help your spouse or your partner or your child or your parent just to lighten their load. And that, you know, November is a good time to think about being thankful, of course, with Thanksgiving, but also to think about with this being caregiver month, just how important the reciprocal relationship is of, of caregiving. And I think that's just where, I mean, obviously caregiving goes uh, for, you know, across the board on everything, but then for you and I, just where we've um, spoken about and written about just that, you know, when we say multiple sclerosis, it's like if you spell sclero- uh, sclerosis instead of is at the end, it's us. So multiple sclerosis, us, you it know, is. because it's you and me in this. And so, and, and the us can be even bigger than just the one-on-one caregiving thing. It's like, and it's building that team, um, and, and relying and asking other people for help. Um, and I think that's, that helps relieve the stress of the caregiver that it's like, you're not in this alone. And it, there are nearly 50 million family caregivers across this country. I mean, it's a big deal, 50 million. I mean, and here in Michigan, with this being November, our governor, our state governor, Gretchen Whitmer, declared this month, um, you know, as Family Caregiver Month in Michigan. And this is one state that recognized that. So there is a lot with caregiving, and you and I have been involved in sharing our caregiving story and developing things and developing content about the tips that we've used. And we'll probably link to some articles in the past. But I think the biggest thing that we've done was working with the Accelerated Cure Project and I Conquer MS to develop or to work to be involved with their program about I Conquer MS caregivers. Mm. Can you speak more about that, Dan? It, I mean, it was inc- I, it was such an incredible experience to be able to have and provide perspectives in terms of like steering committee for um, the work and project of I Conquer MS and the I Conquer Project, um, and just how we talk about what kind of work and research um, goes into caregivers, and I think this this was the information that just blew my mind. It's just like, you know, we're talking about multiple sclerosis and MS research. And so much MS research is based on the person living with the disease and talking about um, resources for the patient, for the person living with the disease and the research going into projects, medications and, and, and everything. But there's stats and I, I forget there was like maybe I, I could count on one hand the amount of research that's done specifically for MS caregivers. And 
how they deal with things. And this is why it's so incredible with what um, iConquer has launched in terms of a website. And they, you know, they want to to pay specific attention to the challenges and the needs of caregivers. And just they they want to give you an opportunity to contribute information, to fill out surveys, to share ideas, answer research questions, and connect with others. You know, I know Dan as my caregiver. When you met Melissa, we have a dear friend, John, who his wife, Melissa, takes care of him. But I mean, takes care. He's primary caregiver. I hate to say that. Make us sound like babies or children. <laughs> but just to have another caregiver where you can say, yeah, Melissa, I get you. Or I, you know, you can share your burden. And this, this platform, this icon for MS caregivers website that is a place where you'll be able to do it it'll give you a safe space mm-hmm. on your computer your phone your tablet whatever resource so that you can look for more information or you can say okay how do i handle this problem and this this platform will answer those questions well i, I think that is when you're talking building community and i think a lot of times even when i was even when i was first diagnosed with ms it was finding another person who was about my age, um, who's working, who's living with the disease, and just all of a sudden, it truly gives you comfort and strength, empowers you to know you're not the only person dealing with this. You're not alone, and there's other people who can totally relate to what it is you're dealing with. And so I think that's the beauty of this I conquer site and just having that community to be able to reach out and connect with other people, other caregivers, people who are caring for loved ones living with multiple sclerosis. Um, that's just, I mean, that that's such, it's almost like a relief just knowing you're not by yourself. And speaking of not being by themselves, I, I have to be, I'm pretty excited uh, and proud always of you, Dan, as my caregiving husband. Um, you were recently involved with a, a summit mm. for caregiving. Do it, well, you, yeah. you want to <laughs> talk about that? I, I was, I, I'm involved with, with caregiving.com and they had a national caregiver summit and it was like a online uh, program. It was a two day program of just online um, sessions, workshops, things, speakers talking about um, specific areas of dealing with caregiving and, and issues related to caregiving. And I was um, fortunate enough to be a member of a, I believe there were four caregivers and the moderator. So it was like a five person panel um, talking about male caregiving and what that's like because so often there's this misconception and when you think a caregiver, there's the immediate thing is to think of a female caregiver. And, um, but this is just talking about the challenges of male caregivers. Um, and so we actually will have, uh, links in the liner note to the iConquer site, but we'll also have links to, um, how you can get involved because the, the national caregiving, um, summit is over, but they've, recorded everything so you can stream 
the um, sessions. And I mean, they, they had some really, really um, empowering, engaging, I mean, really insightful things just to talk about um, issues related to caregiving. And I mean, this is, this is across the board. So this isn't just about multiple sclerosis. These are caregivers um, just overall. And so um, that was, that was a lot of, um, a lot of fun. And it was just, you know, I learned so much just talking to other male caregivers or things that I never thought about before. And I imagine that would be a way that you could continue the conversation and continue Mm -hmm. making connections. And it is something you, you, I, I need to, to give you that, you know, where you have that moment where you can focus on yourself and you can make those connections and you can, as a person who is being taken care of a lot of the time, I need to give you that, that moment to little self-care to just take a beat and, <laughs> and think about yourself. But also you do that for me. And we've talked in the past, you know, Dan gets a massage. I get my nails done. We, you know, the self-care is very important. And so this month, focusing on caregivers, we talk about the stress and, and the reality. But it is, it's something I I can't imagine not having you as my caregiver and vice versa. I love taking care of you, even if it is just going to the store and buying you a new red sweater so that you have something to wear. Um, for Reformation Sunday. Exactly, for Reformation Sunday. Well, I, I think that's the big thing in terms of like overcoming stress as a caregiver. Um, it's really just thinking that it's building in that time for just you and me to do Dan and Jennifer things where we're together as the couple, as, um, you know, the married people that is just like, so we'll sit and we'll, um, ignore stuff that we're supposed to do in, in lieu of, you know, and watch another football game that we weren't planning on watching just to be able to have those moments to where you no longer see you, you remember to see me as your husband and not your caregiver, and I remember to see you as my wife, and not my caregiver, um, to where it's just like, this is our, this is our relationship, caregiving is just a part of it. And it goes back to the, the reality that at the end of the day, are you going to regret not cleaning up the dishes, or are you going to regret not taking the time to spend time with your your partner or your husband or your child. I mean, those caregiving relationships are important. And sometimes I have to remind you, you know, those can wait. Let's just take care of yourself. Just don't worry about the dishes right now, babe. Just sit down, watch some mindless television or go listen to some Springsteen, get your head into a different space. So... So I think, and I think that's just, you know, as we talk about the stress of caregiving, it's, I mean, it's, it's real. Um, but at the same time, how do you, how do you rechannel that energy and, and refocus and find ways to overcome it? And hopefully, I mean, we will have uh, more information in the liner, liner notes too, 
in terms of like tips and places you can turn for that caregiving support. So um, happy National Family Caregiver Awareness Month. It's not awareness, it's just Family Caregiver Month, really. Absolutely. And so thank you all for taking the time. And as you're listening, um, you know, follow up with us, you know, send us an email. Um, we have it's um, a couple takes on ms at gmail.com. You can connect with us on Twitter at couple takes on ms.com and just on or a couple takes at couple takes on ms. And also then through our website. Did I get there yet? I think just any sort of social media is under a couple takes on ms.com. And reach out to us because what are your what are your realities as a caregiver? And what if you have questions or you have tips? I just think that this is such an important topic. I mean, as I said, 50 million Americans are doing some aspect of taking care of someone that they, you know, that that's in their family. Yeah. So until next time, we are a couple takes on MS. I'm Dan Digman and I'm walking. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Digman and I'm rolling. But together we're moving forward. Take care.